celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang, they're here. <laughs> Just barely. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions on the way. Uh, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And Vinnie Penn, who last week told us that his cousin ate the family pet. Oh, no. Times are tough. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, and Bobby, what do you got coming up in the news? Well, we're going to take a look at a new report that has come out from a nonprofit group that talks about the number of animals that are being euthanized by PETA each year. Ooh, Up ooh. in the news, don't miss it. Ladybug, the stu- stu- studio stunt wonder dog. <laughs> Can't get the chihuahua out of my mind there. She, of course, uh, she's asleep because she's working overtime, really. She's uh, testing all kinds of items that we get here, all kinds of pet products and food. And frankly, sometimes I think, yeah. sometimes I think her wires are crossed. Hey. What, ladybugs? Wires? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at the uh, lineup today. Is this all today? Wow, okay. I know, really big shoe today. Cat Cora. If you're a big Food Network watcher, you watch Cat Cora. She's an <laughs> Iron Chef. Which one is? Okay, because I watch all of them. She's the only female Iron Chef. She's not. She, she's hot. Oh, calm down, Hal. I picture up. She's, Hal? Let's just politely say she's not your type. Oh, yeah? Or maybe I should say you're not her type. She isn't the one that... Uh, Get it? You're not. Yeah. <laughs> she Is she pregnant? She is pregnant, and so is her uh, partner. Her partner the, with each other's baby or something like that? Something weird. Something, yeah, like that. They're carrying... Huh? Yeah, they're carrying each other's child. But this is the second time they've done that. Hmm. And there's obviously okay, an animal totally twist confused. here. Yes, this is Animal Radio. I hope she's coming on to talk about Animal Radio or animals. Okay, then. Is she? Yes, she is. Okay. That's all on the way. Also, Lee Rubin. Who's Lee Rubin? Well, you know the Rubes cartoon? I love those. Uh, uh, uh. This guy, your kind of sense of humor there, Bobby. <laughs> Sick and twisted, and I, I told Judy that Rube reminds me of Gary Larson in The Far Side, and this is why I enjoy his cartoons so much. Well, you'll see a lot of animals in his cartoons, and he joins us today. Also from HGTV's leader of the pack, Stephen Lee. Is he the host on that? Yes, he is. Okay. In just a couple of minutes, we go to the phones with Dr. Debbie. You're working on, what is that story you're working on, Bobby? Well, i got a couple of things to tell you about. Do you remember when Vice President Joe Biden adopted that cute, adorable little German Shepherd puppy? Uh And sadly, he made the mistake of getting it from a breeder. Mm -hmm. And while we know not all breeders are bad, this poor lady who has been a breeder in Chester County, Pennsylvania, said she will never, ever, ever again deal with anyone of any notoriety because it has been pure hell for her and her kennel since the Biden adopted Biden puppy adoption. PETA decided to go in and blame them for killing every puppy on the planet. Uh, I'm exaggerating, of course. They didn't do that. The thing that was bad was their kennels have been invaded and inundated with inspections almost around the clock. The key here is she was found not guilty for any citation she was given. So, in other words, it was all drummed up, even though there were little minuscule violations kibble on the floor. Literally one piece of kibble was on the floor. She was cited for it. She was acquitted on everything that was 
a minor citation, but she's had to come up with almost $5,000 in legal fees because of this. Oh, what a headache. Both she and the vice president received death threats from animal activists all over a cute purebred puppy. Oh, see how passionate we get about our animals? <laughs> People need to take a step back and take a pill. Chill pill. There you go. Looking mighty dapper, Dr. Debbie. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for noticing my new shirt. You know what? You're usually in that white uh, get-up, the, the whole doctor coat thing, so it was kind of a surprise to see you in color today. We like that. Yes. I, you know, and it's funny because when I'm out of the office, people don't recognize me because I don't have my garb on. one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I see that. Uh, oh, this is kind of weird. I just figured this out. That uh, Bobby Hill, our news director here, she worked for the KGB. Mm-hmm. KGB. The KGB, as you know, and now okay. she's working for the U.S. government. Ooh, something's going on here. I see a pattern. Something, and uh, she's working on a story right now. Apparently, a new report released. From the nonprofit Center for Consumer Freedom claims PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, euthanized most of their adoptable pets last year. What? Yeah. What's going on with That's, them? Uh, yeah, details on the way with Bobby Hill in just a few minutes. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vinnie Penn, what will he say this week that will get us in trouble? Yeah, can he top last week's? Yeah. Send your complaints, too. <laughs> Also, Joy Turner, animal communicator Joy Turner, talking to your pets. If you would like to talk to your pets via Joy, go ahead and give us a call right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Also, Doctor Jim Humphreys and Britt Savage around the corner. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, with us now. And you know, I'm always talking about Ladybug, who's back asleep now, but uh, also sleeping here in the studio. I must mention is Boog, the studio cat. He's always here joining us, <laughs> and he sleeps a lot. Now I understand cats; they sleep what 65 percent of the day. Is that correct, Doc? Yeah, that's that's correct. And although it seems like a lot more than that, doesn't it? It sure does. Really, every time and they're low maintenance because of that, and uh, well, it seems like. I guess they're not always sleeping; they're just in sort of that idle mode where if something happens, they can get up and jump. Yeah, absolutely. They conserve energy. It's, it's like I mean, they are the perfect creature, really. I mean, when you think about it, dogs expend tons of energy. Cats just kind of sit back and wait. Well, it's, like, it's like your computer when it goes to sleep, but yes. it's not really turned off. The energy saver mode. Yes. And they, of course, uh, you know, a lot of people think they're nocturnal. They're not nocturnal. Nocturnal means that they're active at night. Uh-huh. And they actually are active in the mornings and in the evenings. Twilight, just before dawn and just in the evenings. And other animals that are like this, other mammals are dogs, deer, moose, rabbits, chinchillas, ferrets, guinea pigs, hamsters, skunk, mice, and rats. All very much alike there. Wow. Let's go back to the phones. one 405 8405 with Dr. Debbie and Pam. Hey, Pam. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Where are you today? Uh, we're traveling in Wyoming. Traveling in Wyoming. Sounds like it should be a book. How are the animals? 
We have a three-and-a-half, three-year-old Shih Tzu male who's been sick since he was a puppy and house-trained completely. And over the last three, three weeks, he's been choosing to lift his legs on any type of plastic he can find in the house. Mm. And just randomly, like he lifted his leg on the fridge the other day. <laughs> wow. And you said you have two dogs? Yes, we have a female who's five and then the male. And no other new pets in the home? No. Okay. And is she spayed? the vet. Yes, he is. Okay. Okay. And uh, so he went to see the vet uh, recently when, when you had this concern? Well, he went in for his shots, and I talked to the vet about it, and she didn't really have a clue. He's healthy. He's just, you know, had a physical, and he's doing fine, but it's just mm-hmm. been like the last three weeks. If, like, if you're bringing in groceries and you set your bags down to go get more, by the time mm-hmm. you're in the house, he's peed on the bags. Oh, okay. And does he do um, anything else as far as behaviorally around the house? Is he pretty even-tempered? Do you have any concerns or problems with him with new people around the house? No, they're very loving, caring. You know, people come over, they're excited, they don't bite. They're, he's a very good dog. Okay. All right. I guess the first thing, and, and kind of, we've had kind of a theme of pee calls lately, it seems. But, uh, the first thing that I always want to do, and a physical exam is great and it's very important, but if we are having abnormal urine, um, activities, and, uh, this would certainly categorize that, I want to, I want to make sure I check a urine sample. Um, because believe it or not, just the other day in my office, I saw a dog that had been peeing inappropriately for years, and the family just thought that's what the dog did, and we discovered he had stone all over the place in his urinary tract. So sometimes things can cause this on a gradual, intermittent basis and in different contexts. So um, in your situation, it sounds like he's marking and it sounds like he's um, displaying his territory or showing some kind of behavioral trigger to that. So while I think a, a medical problem is less likely, I want to make sure you check for it because that, that is giving him the benefit of the doubt. But otherwise, there are certainly dogs that we see that they will start urine marking when they get to several years of age and um, if he's completely house trained and he has been so then we really look at what's his motivation and what's his trigger and we got to recognize that this is a normal behavior in the dog world he's just not recognizing that we don't want him to do this um, inside the home Um, So the big things that I'm going to ask you to do is the first and the foremost thing is we cannot leave him out of our sight and unsupervised in those moments when he can get to those things. And it sounds horrible, but the reality is if he's away from us and he has that opportunity um, that it can happen and you have no way of correcting that behavior. Um, a lot of dogs that do this and that there's not a medical problem and they're actually marking in areas, I like to look at if there's particular areas that are um, high traffic areas, um, if they're by doors, feeding areas, um, if there are special zones of the house where the dog is feeling like they're marking um, an aspect of the home, as, such as when people enter or leave the home. It's all and over. A lot of- <laughs> All over. There's no, there's no uh, discrimination there. It's everywhere. Right. So really, I would say I would put him on strict confinement. If you're not with him, I'd keep him in a crate. And right. if uh, he's not in the crate and around you during the day while you're working around the house, put him on a short leash just to give him a little bit of freedom by your side. But you can keep him right with you and keep him under close, close watch. 
Um, okay. For a lot of male dogs with this, I will actually turn to some anti-anxiety medicines. Um, and I've had some good success with dogs that have done this um, as adult dogs. And uh, um, that would be something that, you know, we'd want to first make sure he's healthy, but then talk to your veterinarian about getting on some different anxiety medicines. Um, there's several out there. Um, my favorite actually tends to be Prozac, believe it or not, um, oh, okay. that I have a lot of good success with dogs. And we can wean them off of that if we see response. The other thing okay. I will use is my pheromones and I love my pheromones <laughs> the scent hormones that help to exude a sense of calm in pets that are having anxiety or behavior problems for dogs you can get those in collars you can get them in sprays you can get them in plugins that go in the wall that would definitely be something that I would do for you and, okay. Uh, I do know, I do know some behaviorists that use something called a belly band. I I'm not a huge fan of it, but basically it's a way of keeping like a almost like a tight diaper or girdle on so that they don't urinate around the house. They urinate on themselves, and then you have to change the band. I, I'm not a huge fa- fan of that. I uh, I like to get to the source of the problem rather than just put a diaper on them. <laughs> okay. So you got some work there. Yes, well, I'm, I am going to plan on keeping him on a leash near me because it is, I mean, he could have just been outside and will come back in and lift his leg on something, so mm-hmm. yeah. It's, yeah, it's very random. And I guess, you know, the big thing also we need to recognize is this is a, it is a normal behavior, but we're not doing this out of, you know, spite or trying to get even. It's really just a displaced behavior in the wrong context. So dogs are smart. They just don't always know the right situation when they're supposed to be having these behaviors. It's our job to help them out. So thank you so much for your call. Good luck with this problem. And hopefully we're helping other pee problems out there. This is Dr. Debbie. Give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about www.safeguardfordogs.com There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one. www.safeguardfordogs.com Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911. Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pet. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. 
The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. There's a ferret in the studio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. What a talented ferret that is, too. Was that uh, Take Me Out to the Ballpark that ferret was singing? Take me out to the ballpark. (laughs) Oh, boy. I told you not to drink any of Vlade's drink. It's tea, he said. Uh, We know what this this tea is. (laughs) Coming up in just a few minutes, we have the honor of speaking to uh, Lee Rubin. You know who Lee Rubin is? If if you're like me, you pop open the newspaper in the morning, and really the only important section of the newspaper is the cartoons or the comics. And I go right to that, and I look at the Rubes cartoon. That, uh, that of course, is written by Lee Rubes. He uses a lot of animals, and he's going to be on the show today, as well as Cat Cora and uh, Michael Schaefer, all of the way right here on Animal Radio. Right now, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and I believe we have Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Where are you calling from? I am calling from College Station, Texas. College Station, te- it sounds like a hot place. It is pretty warm. <laughs> pretty warm. Well, I have the world-famous Russian dog wizard standing here to my right, and I understand you are in need of his expertise. I am. Thank you, Sarah, for calling us. Uh, how can nice. I help you? I have an 11-year-old Boston Terrier that is um, just recently started urinating on different things in the house. Um, at first, we thought it was an incontinence issue but and started on medication for that. But then we've decided that that's not the problem because it's not all the time. It's not She doesn't urinate in the bed, in our bed, if she gets in our bed. It's specifically our couch and, um, and her little kennel that she sleeps in. She started to urinate in there. It all started, started. She had, it started last October. She had had a surgery. She had gotten a a toy that she chewed and it had filled her stomach and she wasn't able to get rid of it. So they had to go in and take it out. It was some rope and stuff. And then it started probably a month or so after she recovered from her surgery. Okay. We've done a bunch of different lab work. And mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, how old is she right now? She is 11 and she was 11 in March. 11 years? 11 years. Wow. Okay. Uh, this is a very strange behavior. It's not. It's very common for marking territory like this. But at 11 years old, it's uh, you know, it's a little bit more complicated. Let's we do traditional way of doing this. And if it doesn't work, I would like you personally to shoot me email at vladi at animalradio.com, and we will uh, come up with something else. What I would like you to do. Step number one. 
I would like to eliminate all those spots where she peed before. I would like to use the simple solution product you can buy in your local store. Make sure spray it on all those vertical. I don't know if she's she peed on the vertical objects or not, <laughs> but uh, spray please and saturate the area where she urinated before. Make sure make sure you soak it for maybe five minutes. After okay. that, c- clean it up. When it's completely clean it up, I would like you to go on the internet and type four words. Um, no pee. And after that would be um, predator. Um, gosh, it just came out of my mind. Uh, but I will remember it through the power. You, I, I, or shoot me email, I will remember. This is basically a product, which I would like you to do to eliminate the scent first. And after use the special product by name No P, which will keep keep her away by scent from the objects. This is okay. not the same No P which you can get from the stores. But um, hopefully I will remember uh, at the end. Getting old, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so after that, step number two... I would like you to feed her, to put the, her ball as you were normally feeding her next to those objects. You have a two spots or three spots, so please put two, three balls next to those objects and start to feed her um, like half of the food she gets on one side, on one object, another half of the food she gets in another object, and keep it rotation. Dogs, as the humans, they don't like to eat Burger King or whatever. Somewhere in the bath in the bathroom, they, your, your your dog will naturally try to stay away at least five six feet away from the area where his food is. Number three, I would like you to do some obedience training in those areas. So put the collar and leash, and uh, make sure bring your pet to those area and put him in the sit stay uh, for maybe thirty seconds in one spot. Okay. 30 seconds in another spot. By doing this, you are marking marking it as it's your territory. And if it's your territory, he's not going to pee on it. So this is an indirect approach as well. Um, when you're not supervising, I would recommend you, you like it or not it, but put your puppy, put your old dog in the crate um, and do this procedure for one week. I think you will fix this problem. And please, please shoot me email at vladi at animalradio.com. I will find that product, no pee, personally, and send you that pro- that link to that product. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for your call, Thanks. Sarah. Thank you. one 405 I got to ask you, this is kind of a, a question that I know Judy should be asking. She's going to be training her dog in agility. She needs to train her dog to come. Mm-hmm. How does she do that, Vlade? Oh, that's simple. Just uh, make sure put... First of all, Judy needs to understand just low ranking comes to the high ranking and not vice versa. Um, I know Judy likes to live with Ladybug uh, as the buddies as the equals, and unfortunately, equals do not take authority from another equal. Well, so you know I'm listening. Every, so you're saying <laughs> she's know. being too nice. You say she, well, of course she's listening. Do you say she's being too nice to uh, you should Ladybug? Be, you should be nice, but you should be also be, you should, you should be, you should combine love with the gentle firmness. So sometimes you need to get up and just stand up for, for, for what you believe. So what you need to do, Judy, Put a little string, like five, six, maybe eight 
foot to your puppy. Just attach that just a piece of the string to your mm-hmm. puppy's collar, okay. and just choose choose the moment where when the ladybug does not pay attention to you, and just say. Uh, Ladybug, come, and Ladybug will look at you and say, forget you, mom, I'm not going to come to you. That time you can pull her toward you as she comes, give her treats. Just repeat these things three, four times, and you will be on the way to recovery from this behavior problem. I have a question, because when I tell her to come, it always seems to be like a negative thing, because when I tell her to come, then I take her inside, which she doesn't want to do. So she interprets that, and that's why she doesn't come to me, because she knows she's going back in the house. You can pick up, when you're feeding her, you can pick up, uh, first of all, don't do it inside of your house, because this is the training should be. You should do it where you need her obeying you. So you can, uh, com- you can even combine it, combine it with your daily routine. Just pick up her uh, breakfast or lunch and just say, uh, Ladybug, come, show her we have something positive. And she comes, good girl. And maybe five, six times per day, grab the piece of American cheese or the best treats you know she loves and that treats must come from cellophane bag so when you make the noise she knows you're having something good in your hands so you create the noise you say after that ladybug come she comes and you give her treats so do it five six times and after that start to use the treats once in a while and if she thinks uh, she has the choice you show her so you are the one who making those decisions when I tell her go to ahead. come, she'll come because she knows I have a treat. She'll sit down. I'll give her the treat. But then when I go to pick her up, she runs. You because she run, she cannot run if you if you have that rope. The rope, rope on her. Okay. Rope, yeah, you can step on this rope and she cannot run. Okay. That would be the one major difference right now. Okay. You don't have a rope. I don't have the rope and she you runs. Don't you don't okay. have it. And sometimes people misunderstand me. When I say rope, I'm sometimes even my clients, they're buying like, you know, like hell, like, very thick one, like for anchor. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about like a boats. clothesline, something like yeah. Yes, okay. Very fine, very thin. So giving your pet feeling of being on its own. Judy, calm command is a no racket science. Making your dog calm to you every time when you say the command, give reward her for that, okay. and she will come on her own because she will be conditioned to come to you. Okay, I got it. Sit and stay. There's more animal radio on the way. Wow, poet didn't even know it. <laughs> My feet are Longfellow. <laughs> they don't show it. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. Nice to be back. Thanks for having me back. All right, I know all of you out there. I'm going to sweep. I'm going to say all of you out there. Maybe the fact of the matter is 85% of you are on Facebook. You're doing the FB thing. You're on there. You're updating your status, especially if you're obsessed with your pooch. You're on there saying Lizzie just got home and is scratching Rogo's belly. I don't know where I came up with the name Rogo, but we're all doing the Facebook thing. One question I have for you is, I'm being inundated, not with friend ads. I don't know why. Not a lot of people asking me to be their friend. But I am being inundated with all these various causes. I mean, from the silly uh, so-and-so wants to know if you want to join the Brady Bunch trivia group, ignore, to... Various, uh, you know, the race to sit, uh, to end cancer, 
group, and then you can check on more information and see if you want to be a part of it. I see a lot on there for animals, and I wanted to kind of put it out there. Like, are we diluting the waters here on Facebook by by fashioning these kind of uh, grassroots groups? Are they taking away from the bigger more well-known groups that are actually generating capital and we're and doing some good as far as spaying and neutering and saving strays and saving shelters in general are these little groups that are our board friends are putting together on facebook are they chipping away at a larger stone and taking away from something that's been around for 20 years and and what I'm going to go and see if I can add Bob Barker as a friend. Do you think he would accept my ad? I think he would. I think he might. I'm going to see if he's even on Facebook. Geez, all that tanning. He doesn't even have much of a face left. But you tell me, is Facebook chipping away at the large stone of animal causes? Or should we join all these groups in every group? Hit me up at Animal Radio. Vinny, AnimalRadio.com. Hi, this is Creston. Of course, you know me as the amazing Creston. And you're listening to me on Animal Radio. Don't forget to spade and neuter those loved ones which we've bonded with our pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. A new report released by the nonprofit Center for Consumer Freedom claims PETA euthanized most of their adoptable pets last year. According to public records from the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, the people for the ethical treatment of animals put down an average of 5.8 pets each day at their Norfolk, Virginia headquarters. PETA spokesperson Ashley Byrne says the organization only puts pets to sleep in cases of illness, severe behavioral issues like aggressiveness, aggressiveness, or old age. Byrne also pointed a finger at CCF, the group who released the report, claiming they are funded by meat, alcohol, pharmaceutical, and tobacco industries. Meanwhile, a reward is being offered for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons responsible for shooting California condors. Last month, an adult male condor who appeared sick was captured by the Ventana Wildlife Society. X-rays show the condor had been shot and was suffering from lead poisoning. A second condor, a young female, was found in Big Sur, and she too had been shot, and that's just a couple weeks ago. Both birds being treated at the L.A. Zoo, according to the L.A. Times, who reported the group's Defenders of Wildlife and the Center for Biological Diversity are offering a combined reward of $31,000 for information. And updating the story of the 20-year-old Nebraska man who stuffed his cat into a bong... Asia Shoemaker and his 22-year-old girlfriend, Marissa View, both entered pleas of not guilty to charges of animal cruelty. Shoemaker, who faces additional drug charges stemming from the incident, was quoted as saying, I know for sure this isn't the first time someone has done this. I'm just the first one to get caught. Oh. Shoemaker will be back in court this week. His girlfriend goes back May 4th. The best news is Shadow the Cat is in good condition after being taken out of the home by the Capital Humane Society in Lincoln, Nebraska. And Aisha 
Why do you think they call it dope? <laughs> I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang's here. Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinny Penn. Joy Turner. And from Final Friendly, Friendly Magazine, Susan Sims is joining us. Bobby Hill working on news. Dr. Jim Humphreys. All getting into place here. Cat Cora is going to be our special guest. Iron Chef Cat Cora. In just a few minutes. Do you watch the Food Network at all, Vladi? Yes, I do. She's the hot chick. She's the only chick. She's the only female Iron Chef. Wow. And, uh, no, I love to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love to eat? And especially when she's cooking. And, of course, she's talking about her animals in just a few minutes. She has kind of a weird lifestyle going on. I understand that she's pregnant with her partner's baby. And baby. her partner is pregnant with her baby. And it's a complicated story. She'll talk it about is. it. We'll ask her. Next okay. week, of course, we're going to be coming to you live from Costa Mesa for Animal, excuse me, for the American... Family Pet Expo, the Animal Radio Live broadcast. It's their 20th, 20th year. Can you believe wow. that? It hasn't been going on that long. I feel old now. <laughs> All Time the details. So fast. It really does. Yes. Uh, Vlade will be out there with us. Yes, I will. Bobby, we'll all be out there. Vlade, you'll be uh, hopefully helping some unruly dogs. Exactly. I will be on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. and. Uh, You're actually going to live there. Right? You'll be yes, I will be. So, pet owners, listen up. Uh, if you have a dog who is out of control or need some advice and suggestions, stop by by the Orange, pet, uh, Orange County Pet Expo. All the details at AnimalRadio.com. A few years ago, you talk about having an animal radio show, people would say you're crazy. Well, the dog, that's the thing that's out back. Yeah, don't, never, don't, don't let it in the house. Mm-mm. Don't let it in the bed. This day and age, we're a little crazy over our animals. Some people might think we're a little over the edge. <laughs> the topic of which is Michael Schaefer's book, One Nation Under God. I uh, know. Repeat that. Under dog. I'm yes. sorry. One Nation Under Dog. It's right here in front of me. Yes, I'm looking at it. To say that. It's yeah. Uh, Adventures in the New World of Prozac Popping Puppies, Dog Park Politics, and Organic Pet Food. Michael's joining us. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? 
Good. How are you guys doing? Very good. Are we just uh, way over the edge with our dogs now? Well, you know, compared to our uh, parents and our grandparents, for sure. But uh, uh, if you mean over the edge by uh, something really bad is going on, I actually don't think so. I think uh, I, I think what's happened is uh, the, the changes in the way we treat pets kind of mirror uh, the way we have changed our thinking about things like family and health and nutrition. And for the most part, these are pretty good changes. Yeah, just changing with the times. My parents wouldn't let the animal in the house at all. No. You, you couldn't do that. Now I think I, I look around and there's uh, dogs all around and cats on the counters. And right. Yeah. We are, wife's lips was one of them in the bed. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you actually saw a dog house? I mean, you talk about, like, I'm going to send you to the dog house or something. But, yeah. but in terms of where the dog actually has to live in the house, I mean, nowadays, the survey is saying that fifty, like almost 50% of people let their pets sleep in their own bed with them. And, you know, and then when someone asks, gee, why are we spending $2 billion a year on grooming? And I would say it's probably because you care a lot more about how the guy next to you in bed smells than the, than the guy <laughs> sleeping in the backyard. Yeah, well, you know, and if they do have a doghouse, now it's like 10 by 10, air-conditioned, carpet, right. everything that comes with it. I tell people that, yeah, my dog has a doghouse, mine. Vlada, <laughs> <laughs> you say they shouldn't be in the bed with you. Is that correct? I know. I'm like, oh, yeah. When the people keep complaining to me about all these behavior problems, I normally tell my female clients, if I, if I were the dog and slept with you in your bed, I would not listen to you either. So it's just like a man. They drive your business. These people that allow their dogs to sleep in bed with you, they actually drive your business. Exactly, exactly. And some people just don't get it. I mean, uh, it's okay to sleep. It's okay to treat It's okay to treat your dog as the human when your dog treats you as the human. But, you know, if you treat your dog as the human and your dog treats you back as the dog, there is no bad privilege people first treat your dog as the dog and after that you can treat your dog as the human Michael what made you decide it was worthy of a book I, I got a dog and, and you know I had never had pets before and I didn't really know anything about what to do so I just did what the people around me my neighbors my people in my community friends and so on how they handled their dogs and my family started looking at me like, you know, what are you doing? You're, you know, our, our dog at one point he was on antidepressants because he had he had been from a shelter and had separation anxiety. Um, he was fed good food, you know, so all these things that I think of as as, as kind of normal um, uh, to my to our families, to my family and my wife's family, these were really weird, kind of over the top, extravagant things. And I'm a you know I'm a reporter, and and to my mind, when the definition of normal changes really fast. That means something kind of interesting is going on in the culture. You didn't want to be known as one of those dog <laughs> people. Right. I did not want to become one of those people. Yeah. What, what is that stigma? Well, you know, you, you can't go a week or two uh, looking at newspapers in this country without uh, seeing some story about, you know, the people who dress their dog up in a parka or, or, or the, the people who, you know, get their dog gourmet home-delivered meals. And, you know, there are usually stories about, like, crazy people who do, who do things. Uh, and the stories kind of make fun of the people and so on. And to be sure, there's a bunch of stuff you can make fun of. Um, but I think there is this kind of this kind of idea that there's something you know really uh, amiss there, and and you know, I remember when we were driving out to the shelter 
to uh, get our dog, um, my wife and me, and we were saying to each other, you know, we're never going to do this, and we're never going to do that, and we're not going to spend a lot on veterinary care, and we're not going to, you know, buy fancy food. He's just a dog, after all. And I don't need to tell anyone who actually has a pet that it gets a little more complicated once they actually come home. Oh, yeah. You know, when, uh, I, when I got my dog, I decided right off the bat I wasn't going to fight it. I was going to become one of those people. She's got a cashmere sweater. She gets home-cooked meals delivered to the Michael, door. Michael, i got to tell you, she really is. She re- you, yes. you actually have meals that are prepared in the kitchen, and, and you have to put in the freezer They're that you shit. serve her, and, yes. and cashmere, better clothing than you you wear here, I wear at least. t-shirts. She wears cashmere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you look at what's happened, like, with food, you know, it was one of these things where I was saying, oh, well, I'll never do this and whatever. But the way we, ha- we shop for pet food now, it's just like the way we shop for human food. A generation ago, we all went to Safeway and we sort of took what we got there. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, some of us go to Whole Foods and some of us go to Walmart and some of us go to the farmer's market. And we do the same thing for our dogs, where some dogs are going to get the, the no-name generic brands. And on the other hand, there's all this you know, human-grade and all-natural and organic and, and raw food. And it, it's the same kind of fear of uh, you know big corporate multinational food companies and the same obsession about nutrition that's driving it with humans and with pets. Your book, which is great, it just really sort of uh, quantifies our craziness for our animals. Lots of fun facts. Uh, you talk about from everything from Flex Pets, which is a dog timeshare business, right. to uh, what people will do to, would they risk their lives to save their animals? And really, 93%, you say, would, of course. I, I've actually seen Judy almost get killed trying to save her dog. <laughs> yeah, once. I did, didn't I? Yeah, Came pretty close getting hit by a car. This is a book for you, Judy. In fact, you can have this copy right here as soon as I'm done. I have 10 copies to give away. It's One Nation Under Dog. D-O-G. One Nation Under Dog. The author, Michael Schaefer, joining us. I have 10 copies to give away at one 405 8405 If they don't have it at your bookstore, they're probably sold out. Ask them to order One Nation Under Dog. Michael Schaefer, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. More Animal Radio on the way. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. 
This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Animal Radio is being brought to you by the American Red Cross, providing you with information and training to protect the dogs and cats you love. For more information, visit redcross.org or petcentric.com, a proud supporter of the American Red Cross. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. The whole gang, they're here to answer your questions. Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims. Bobby's working on news right now. Big show today, we have Lee Rubin, creator of the Rubes cartoon. I love those. As well as Cat Cora? Cat Cora? Yeah. Iron you, Chef you, Cat Cora. You love that show. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she couldn't cook me dinner anytime. I'll tell you that right now. Now, we just found out a couple of weeks ago that we don't know what kind of dog Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua, Wonder Dog, slash Wonder Dog is. We're just, Vladi had the best suggestion. He said, just call her a chihuahua. She's a good dog. And, she uh, looks like a chihuahua. Right? Isn't that right, Vladi? Yeah. Oh, she's a little bitch. We've decided that we want to train Ladybug the Studio Stunt Chihuahua. Agility train. She's very smart. She does a lot of tricks. She goes through hoops. Mm-hmm. Already, she's, she's... She jumps o- under the cat, over the cat, and uh, yeah, I think she's ready. <laughs> she's very smart. She, she's very smart. And I think agility training is could be a possibility. She needs a job. It is. It is. Because, yeah, she needs the job, and I think physical job, which is agility training, will be greatly benefit her. We got to, I don't know if you two know each other or not, but Pamela Spock, she's the president of Affordable Agility. Hi, Pamela. How are you? doing good thank you okay, so you believe uh, we can make that uh, our little crazy chihuahua or animal radio chihuahua run through all this uh, uh, obstacles and such and such do you think it could happen do you think we could actually get this dog to, to run the agility course absolutely actually probably 99% of agility training is really in the handler not in the dog so it's if you can get yourself together one. you can get ladybug together okay so it's we're going to fail that one hey. no I, I, I would Put my uh, money behind Judy here. Yes. I think Judy can do it. Of course, <laughs> Judy, can you? Yes, I can. I'm up to the uh, challenge. Okay, I will brew the special tea for you before you do that. <laughs> uh oh. Now we're thinking there's some basic commands the dog should already know before we head into agility. She can sit. She can sit. Uh-huh. She can stay a little bit, Just but she a little bit. What yeah, about drinking Pepsi Cola from the refrigerator or what? Can't do that. Can't do Not that yet. yet. Uh, ultimately, that will be the goal. I would start her on a on a leash. When you're doing the obstacles for the first time, that okay. way she can focus on them and definitely have some treats that she really likes. Okay. You created this agility in a bag. Can you bring that in? And it's a beautiful kit that uh, has probably everything you would possibly need in the uh, agility arena. Well, the agility in a bag is, is representative of six of the most popular agility obstacles. There are many more, but this represents six of the popular ones. You know, I think she's going to be able to do the tunnel, the jumps, the waving, but I think the pause box is going to be her obstacle. <laughs> okay. There's a lot here, and I'll tell you, for me, it's uh, I'm, I'm actually... It's or oversensory for me. There's a lot of things going on here. Just one sh- thing at a time. Sir. One thing at a time. And yes. I'm sure for the dog, it's the same way. What? Which one would you suggest we start with? The jump, I would say, would be the best one to start with. Okay. okay. That's actually one of the basics in agility. In, in agility training, you're going to find a lot of different kinds of jumps. You're going to set the jump up and put the 
bar at the very lowest setting, almost all the way down to the ground. Okay. And then, you know, walk your dog over with the leash uh-huh. and then are give her a use- treat. Okay. Are you using a treat to walk her over? If she ne- if she's distracted, you'll have to guide her with the treat. All sounds like fun. I want to refer people to your website, if that's okay. Absolutely. www.affordableagility.com. Follow along as we go at animalradio.com. Pamela Spock, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to check in with you next week, and we'll see if we've whipped Judy into shape here. (laughs) Good luck, Judy. Thank you. you. I'm going to need it. Thank you, Pamela. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. It's a case of the good news is your hamster is alive. The bad news is he's going to cost you nearly 2000 bucks. A British family were sad when their hamster got out of his cage while traveling in the trunk of their car. They searched and searched but weren't able to find him and figured he must have gotten out of the car while they were driving. Days later, the wayward hamster was found by a mechanic trying to find out why their car wouldn't start. Seems the hamster had chewed his way through the seats and through some wires, costing the family nearly $2,000 in repairs. The family says they're still happy to get their hamster back. They're just shocked at how much damage he could do. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Almost didn't make it in time. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. The whole gang is here. Answering we're your, dancing. We're dancing. Yeah. And, and like I said earlier, we're a motley crew. <laughs> Just be glad we're on this side of the radio. And I'll tell you, some Speak of us... Speak for yourself, Hal. We're having fun dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I just fed, uh, fed that dog over there, Ladybug, the studio stunt. Wonder, Wonder dog. dog. Wonder Dog, yeah. I'll say for right now, okay? Fed her some Lucky Dog cuisine. We're going to be talking to the person who, uh, the doc who actually manufactures this food in her kitchen. Oh, Ladybug loves it. It's exciting to see small companies like this produce food. And, of course, you know it's very healthy stuff. And yes. If you're listening right now to Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. We do it every weekend right here on the Spine Station. one 405 8405. To my left, Dr. Debbie. Dr. Debbie White. She prefers to be called Dr. Debbie. Wearing her white jacket again today. She uh, answers your vet medical questions. To my left, Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. I got that wrong, didn't I, Judy? They're, they're actually to my left and to my right there. <laughs> That's, That's okay. what I was thinking. Dr. Debbie, she is the animal radio vet, as I've mentioned before. She's where we go with our animals. And she's on with. Which line are we going to? Steve? Are we going to Steve? Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. You're on with Dr. Debbie. Well, I got a question for you then, Dr. Debbie. All right. I'm ready for you. (laughs) I got a 14-year-old shepherd husky. Wow. Uh, Yeah, that's what everybody says. Hmm. That's that's very impressive for a larger dog. What are you doing? (laughs) Uh, I definitely believe in spoiling them and taking good care of them. Oh, oh, we love you. Absolutely. But the problem with him, other than he has a little stiffness in his hind legs, but he's on glucosamine for the past year, and he seems to be doing okay. But I started him on a canine aspirin regimen also once a day. Mm, Uh, Not a fan of that. 
Well, go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, go through a process of elimination. His problem is, of course, at 14, he's not as active as he used to be. But just standing there, he will start panting like he's out of breath, like he just got done running. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he lays down, he quits. So I didn't know if it was his hind legs hurting him that was causing him to pant. Or anything else I could come up with was something like uh, congestive heart failure or something like that. And is he doing any coughing or labored breathing, anything like that? Nope. Okay, he's eating good, all that that stuff, huh? Oh, yeah, he eats like a pig. Okay. And when he lies down and gets up, does he pop right up, would you say, on a uh, with a one-to-two-second one delay, or is it something that takes a little bit of time? If he knows he has to move, he can get up very quickly. Uh, I've already let him outside a couple weeks ago, and he took off like a two-year-old puppy after a deer. <laughs> so he can still move. Uh, he's not real slow in getting up, a little bit. I mean, you can see that, like, okay, I'm getting old, and, you know, I'm going to take my time doing this. But he mm-hmm. can still move. Okay. And does he have any kind of problems where he's having any house soiling problems, or does he seem confused in the home at all, like where he's at? No. Okay. Well, no. he sounds like he's a very uh, good-moving 14-year-old. And I think the big thing when I hear of um, panting, it can be one of those kind of nondescript signs that can mean a lot of things. So you're right to be worried about things like heart or respiratory problems. But I really got to wonder, in a 14-year-old dog, especially a larger breed dog, where we do expect some hip problems and maybe some arthritic problems, that I think we very likely could be missing the ball when it comes to his pain relief. Um, aspirin, and I kind of cut you off a little bit earlier. Aspirin is its a wonder drug for the heart for humans, but it's really not the best thing we can offer our dogs for pain control. And there's a lot of different things out there, but for dogs with arthritis, whether they're diagnosed or we're just seeing some aches and pains, I do like to put them on a couple things. One is glucosamine, a good joint supplement, and it's something I give to them if they're a senior, even if they're not showing signs of uh, crying, limping, uh, things like that, because we know arthritis happens in old people, but it happens in old dogs. So why not treat for something we presume could be there? The other thing I would do is I would try to get away from aspirin just because there are dogs that not only are they sensitive to it and they can have micro ulcers and they can have low-grade GI bleeds, but it doesn't always do the best job when it comes to arthritic pain. So I would suggest that we go to a different non-steroidal medication. And there are some fabulous ones out there. You'll have to work with your veterinarian on this. But um, I do like some called uh, Prevacox, and that's one that's a once-a-day non-steroidal we use for arthritic pets. It works wonderfully. There are other ones, Rimadyl, Deramax. It's really a matter of what works for you or for your veterinarian. Um, but I would suggest to try to get him on something like that. Give it a try for a couple weeks and see if we see a difference in some of his comfort. Because lacking the ability to lie down can something sometimes mean that they're in pain. Um, just as we can expect we'd want to hear crying or whining Dogs with arthritis will not do that, so we have to look kind of around that panting. Um, 
having troubles getting up and down from a lying position. Those are signs they're in pain. So I would definitely encourage it. Let's step up our game with that um, arthritis control because obviously you are doing something super to keep this guy moving for as long as you have. So um, maybe just look into some new things. And I think we can help your old fella. And let's see if we can get around to 15 or 16 here. So keep up the good work. This is Dr. Debbie. Give us a call. We're at one 866 Radio one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We just had a, a trucker call in and said every time we use the squeaky toy in the studio, it makes his dog pop up. <laughs> it does the same to Ladybug here. She's actually being a very good dog, and today she's going to be learning agility. <laughs> and uh, we'll find she's very smart. We'll find out if she can actually do this. I know that we're. Do you, does she know how to come yet? No, and she sits for a second. She doesn't. I think she's going to need to learn these things yeah, first. Yeah, I've got to work with her on how some of those. How old is this puppy? How old is Ladybug now? She's, she's uh, almost nine months old. Nine months? Uh-huh. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. She's uh, very well behaved in the studio. And as we've mentioned before, she gets a lot of things uh, to test. And she has her own page online. She's famous. She, she, it's a review page. She reviews all kinds of things. Last week, it was like a raincoat or something like this. Uh-huh. This week, it's bug bam for pets, mosquito flea and tick protection. Anyway, she gets a lot of this stuff. And frankly, she doesn't have enough time to test it all. And we're thinking maybe you can help us out with your animals. If you would like to be a tester for Animal Radio, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Right there on the front page, hit the link that says Become a Reviewer. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. What are we waiting for? Now, Bobby, I know that you're going to rush off after the show. You're having a garage sale. Is that correct? It is garage sale day here in the ranch. Yes, <laughs> it's the annual garage sale day. But you know, it's it's a little damp, but the people are still coming out. So I applaud them, and and I've stationed my brother out there strategically to, you know, collect all the money that I'm hoping we are making as we speak. Well, I know you put Selling together our, you put together a plan to get out of debt, and this is all part of it, isn't it? Yes, yes, and this is one of the suggestions that I heard about from one of those fabulous places that said, "Here's how you can get yourself out of debt." Here's one of the things you can do is a garage sale. And I know that you're going to be putting together a payment plan with Debt Settlement USA. See this uh, snazzy yeah. segue? Oh, that was a segue, wasn't it, Hal? Yeah, that was oh. Snazzy DJ segue. Debt Settlement of USA, of course, has uh, been helping lots of people. Over the last few weeks, we just hear more and more stories about people who get out of control with their debt, and they've called the following number. In fact, I'll let you go ahead and get a pen so you can write it down. Write it down now, because you, you may not be turned on by this now. You may say a couple of weeks down the line, oh, you know, maybe I should check this out. At least call, find out what they're talking about. If you're out of control with your credit card debt, give these guys a call. Debt Settlement USA, they're bringing this hour of animal radio to you. Their phone number, one 551 7788 That's one 551 7788 
just a couple of minutes, we go to the phones with Dr. Debbie. You're working on, what is that story you're working on, Bobby? Do you remember when Vice President Joe Biden adopted that cute, adorable, little German Shepherd puppy? Uh-huh. And sadly, he made the mistake of getting it from a breeder. Mm-hmm. And while we know not all breeders are bad... This poor lady who has been a breeder in Chester County, Pennsylvania, said she will never, ever, ever again deal with anyone of any notoriety because it has been pure hell for her and her kennel since the Biden adopted Biden puppy adoption. PETA decided to go in and blame them for killing every puppy on the planet. Uh, I'm exaggerating, of course. They didn't do that. The thing that was bad was their kennels have been invaded and inundated with inspections almost around the clock. The key here is she was found not guilty for any citation she was given. So, in other words, it was all drummed up, even though there were little minuscule violations kibble on the floor. Literally one piece of kibble was on the floor. She was cited for it. She was acquitted on everything that was a minor citation, but she's had to come up with almost $5,000 in legal fees because of this. What a headache. Both she and the vice president received death threats from animal activists all over a cute purebred puppy. Coming up in the news. From HGTV's Leader of the Pack. Now, this is interesting. It's an animal show on the Home and Garden television channel. The the first one that I'm aware of, because I'm all over that channel. Yeah. Stephen Lee. HG? Yes. Oh, we're tight with him. And Stephen Lee, I guess, is the host. uh, Uh Uh-huh. All on the way, as well as Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, Dr. Jim Humphreys, and Bobby with news. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. On the way from the Food Network, Cat Cora. Is this correct? Yes, it is. She's the Iron Chef. What is she doing that has to do with animals? She is getting involved in stopping the seal hunt in Canada. That still goes on, really? Uh, every year. It's unbelievable that they're still doing that. It sounds I so thought barbaric. we stopped that long ago. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was old. No. <sighs> she uh, she was in the news just recently. She's uh, she's a hottie, but as you said earlier, she probably wouldn't How? be. That's real professional. Well, she is. Here, I'll hold up a picture there so you can see. And oh, see? okay. Point well taken. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, she's actually uh, with child. Is that correct? With yes, child, she is her second child with her partner's child. Yes. When it was kind of a strange situation. Yeah, they both are carrying each other's babies. Now, this is not the first time they've done that. They have boys already, and they're both pregnant again, carrying each other's child, and they're both having boys again. Huh. I okay. know. I don't understand uh, it. Can we can we ask her about this? Can we talk with her about this, or is she one of those? We can ask her. See if she wants. To, maybe she'll talk to us. That's a little. Personal. Well, there you go. That, but that's what we call forced listenership. You'll be listening, oh, won't okay. you? Okay. Okay. I call it intrusion, but Cat what the heck? Four on the way, telling us about. Her. <laughs> also from HGTV's leader of the pack, Stephen Lee. HG. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're tight with him. And yeah. Stephen Lee, I guess, is the host. He's the I, host. What did he do before this? Do you know? He's been on just a lot of the different designing shows. He's been on some of the ones where they do the gadgets, kitchen gadgets. He goes out to a lot of the different expos and talks about the new uh, products that are being displayed. Mm, very good. So you'll see them all over. Also from uh, your local newspaper, Lee Rubin. 
Yeah, he's, he's, you know the Rubes cartoon? He uh, actually lives in what, Napomo? Napomo, just, yeah, not far from down here at all. Just down the road. Scenic Napomo. Scenic Napomo. <laughs> all on the way, as well as Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinny Pan, animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims, Dr. Jim Humphreys. And Bobby with news. What are you working on? We're going to take a look at the top ten list of the causes of accidental poisonings to pets each and every year. we got a list you don't want to miss. That's coming up in the news. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. If you're one of those people that looks down at your phone, your cell phone, and you look at all the pictures on your cell phone, it happens to be that all the pictures are of your pet, your cat, (laughs) your dog. This is your radio show. 1-866-405-8405. Are we going to three or four? Go to four. Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, Clarksville, Arkansas. Clarksville, Arkansas. Okay. Well, Clarksville, Arkansas, you're on with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hi, Vladi. How are you? Good, good, good. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I had sent you an email about our blue healer. Um, Her name is Pippi, Mm -hmm. and uh, we rescued her from some friends that kept her cooped up uh, for about 20 hours a day. We got her about two years ago. And she is just hyper-aggressive at anything that is outside of the house. She has actually broken through the um, the windows trying to get to the mailman. Okay. Um, she has, an, but, but when she's with us, she's real docile. She rolls over. She's very submissive. Yeah, it's a, it's a very common. Here's what I would suggest you to do. First of all, one of my biggest secrets, uh, everybody, everyone is listening, please, right now, because the way how you people relate yourself toward your pet or your dog will have a direct effect how that dog is going to behave toward another people. In other words, uh, your dog, Julie, is organizing alliance with you against mailman or any other human. Um, to use you as the support line. So what you need to do, you need to enhance two, basically two things. Number one, to enhance your social position and diminish your dogs, of course, because all aggression comes of belonging to the high position in the rank. And number two, periphery around, just to, just to bring that stress which the dog is having by um, dealing with the strangers as the positive way to do reconditioning. So how can you... Uh, increase your social position and diminish your pet through the rules, through the structures. Structure number one, no sleeping in the same bed, no sharing the furniture for a while. Uh, make sure she never approach to your table while you're eating. And again, mm-hmm. people who is listening to me right now, this is structures up applicable to the dogs who really, really have a big problem. Does your dog because sleep with you? No, she doesn't, and she doesn't approach the table, but she does share the furniture. Okay, so what, and I don't want you just to grab her and push her away because, you know, you never know it could be the problem because you're challenging mm-hmm. her first time in her life. I would suggest putting her a little string, like a, a six foot rope clothesline, and when she jumps on the furniture, you tell her no or ah, and if she doesn't, you grab this rope and snap her away. Pretty okay. Quickly. 
And if she does it again, do it again with escalation. Just, ah, I said, excuse me, take that disobedience as personal insult. Because she will do it pers- uh, purposely, because she would like to elevate herself. Uh, raising her in the vertical direction is elevating her so- social status. You have to stop it. So okay. after that, I would like you to do some obedience training with her. I would like you to, to get the color. What, 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 what is your dog's breed? She's a blue healer. I would suggest you to get the prong collar by uh, company Herm Springle, German, pinch collar. And uh, this is the only color I recommend because it's a humane, it's not sharp, it just maybe looks not nice, but it's a very gentle and humane color. Create the sensations around the neck like a doggy mama when she wants to snap a little bit. Make sure have it leash and color on her, and make sure leash is slack, and walk with her in your house. Walk with her outside of your house. Walk with her in, in your backyard. Every time when she's ahead of you, turn around and, and snap the leash in the opposite directions. Do every okay. time opposite whatever she wants to do. Make sure avoid any dogs at this time. Make sure do it in the privacy of your backyard, inside of your house, to practice these techniques. And I would like you to send your gift, um, uh, my DVD, Obedience for Life, which really will help you to um, get uh, perfect with those, with those techniques, which is the crucial before you're dealing with the real destructions. By, by applying those structures and doing obedience training, you're already positioning yourself as the authoritative person. If you don't have authority, you logically cannot be in the position to change the things. So those little things which I just explained to you will really help to establish that authority. From this time, your words will have more meaning. Okay, so you think okay. it's just uh, it's a matter of her thinking that her place is higher than we are. It is, and it's also a matter of showing her which is the wrong behavior is. It's a matter of showing what is the right behavior is, because when she momentarily, after use any corrections, pet convince her, leash correction, she looks at you. From that time, you can kneel down, say, good girl, I'll give you some treats. And uh, every time when somebody passes your house and she does not bark, because if she barks, you use a correction with pet convincer and she's quiet now, you can give her treats and tell her, good girl. So distinctively show her what is the right behavior is and what is the wrong behavior is. It's your favorite American carrot and stick method. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to Vlade or Dr. Debbie, the world-famous animal radio veterinarian Vinnie Penn who by the way last week told us the horrid admission that his cousin ate the family pet tough economic Mm. times what will he say this week I don't know I know the animal radio lawyers are sitting on the side Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. 
ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solutions Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Fido-Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy. Both human and pet related. Whisker Walk 2009. A fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Hi, this is Clive Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please, please remember to spay and neuter your pets. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang, they're here to answer your question at your beck and call. Vladdy's working on his uh, his beverage, your drink. His tea. Is that, uh, is that, do you make the same tea every week? Yeah, I'm. Uh, that, as a matter of fact, I'm doing it as we speak. <laughs> it's a combination of Chinese and Russian herbs, and uh, just keep me, you know, keep my energy up and uh, such and such. Hey, by the way, I wanted to say congratulations on the uh, the Orange County Examiner. Is the Orange County Examiner register? Register. 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 Yes. Uh, the wonderful article they did on you this week. I'm going to hold it up to the microphone so listeners can see it. Yeah, it's on. On the front page, as a matter of fact. Actually, we link to it from AnimalRadio.com, so if you want to see the uh, the online article about Vlade, and perhaps even get his services if you live in the Southern California area, he's there to help you out. And in fact, he'll be uh, helping you out at one 405 8405 If you're new to Animal Radio, believe it or not, we're getting we're still getting called. People say, this is my first week listening. This is my second week listening. Where have you been? Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world's famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn, whose book is doing very well. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. See how I just accentuated it there? And it sounded very exciting. I went, Vinnie Penn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have anything to say after him. But uh, Vinnie Penn, also uh, Joy Turner, animal communicator. If you want to talk to your pet through Joy, give us a call now. Susan Sims with Fido Friendly Travel Talk. And Bobby, what do you got coming up in the news? Well, you remember Michael Vick. He used to be a quarterback with the NFL, then made some huge mistakes regarding a dog fighting ring. He's got a new gig. I'll tell you what it is coming up in the news. He's there? Okay. Yes, he's waiting. Stephen Lee? Do we have Stephen, the, the amazing Stephen Lee joining us? <laughs> I was going to legally change my name to that. How did you know? <laughs> well, now, Stephen Lee, of course, hosting the leader of the pack on HGTV. 
What was that? HGTV. I know this yeah. kind of caught me off guard, too. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. <laughs> and Adam, Dogs normally make a mess in a house. They don't, you know, they don't help create uh, create a design by any chance. Right. Well, this is a kind of a strange program to have on HGTV, but it works. We love it. Yes. Tell us what. Well, thank you. Thank you. We had a great time making it. It was really fun. Tell listeners about the leader of the pack. Leader of the Pack is a seven-episode series. Uh, it's premiering on HGTV April 26th, 8 o'clock. That's Sunday, 8 o'clock at night. Um, it's a great... Uh, the way we've been saying, I've been telling all my friends all about this show for, for a while now because we taped a little while ago. I say it's kind of like Doggy Bachelor. And um, okay. what, we, what we did is we found a, a wonderful family in New Jersey, um, mom and dad and three uh, young kids, and they wanted a family pet. So instead of just going searching one by one by one, we decided that they should live with eight dogs <laughs> at the same time. Wow. Uh-oh. And uh, along the way, we, uh, we have training exercises, there's fashion shows, and every... Uh, just about every episode, um, a dog will get, you know, quote, voted off of the property, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and they go to another adopted home. I, I want to make sure that I say that right away. I get in a lot of trouble. Well, that's very um, important to, to, to note there, and they all find good homes. But it, it is sort of like Survivor for a dog, right? Yeah, it, okay. it's exactly what it is. You know, um, we have, we have, uh, we had... Um, a fashion show where the owners would take their quote favorite dogs or the you know the kids would take their favorite dogs mom and dad would take their favorites and they'd have to make a costume for the dog and then we I would come in and we would judge uh, we'd have a, fa- a, a fashion uh, editor came in and she helped judge for wow. us it's it's really cute circus tricks that we taught them and uh, however they do they can either get a buy on the next voting process uh-huh. um, or their their name goes into the jar, and we actually did pick names out of a cookie jar shaped like a fire hydrant. And the the whole family gets to vote, right? Everybody gets to vote on who their favorite's going to be. And, you know, let me tell you, you know, you can imagine, you know, I, I I love dogs, but when we're talking about some young kids, you know, 13, 11, and 7, they grow some really strong attachments to all the dogs. Yes, they want mom and dad to keep all of them. That's right. That's you know. That's right. They'd be willing to move into the garage if they could keep all the dogs there. Now, that's what is so great about the show. I ramble about it because I love it so much. But you know, not only do you get to see the fun stuff with you know a little dog dressed up in a tuxedo or trying to do circus tricks and jumping through the hoop, but there's also um, a really uh, touching element because you know eventually you have to get down to one dog, and you have these, these kids that are really attached. And family, and the mom and dad get really attached to uh, specific dogs that, well, they don't make the cut. And so there's some really touching, um, charming goodbye scenes with letters to the dog and giving them a, a bag of their favorite treats to take to their next owner. And it's, it's, such a, it's a really uh, fun, um, charming show. And they have to come down to one? Can they keep two or three? Well, that's what I want. I had about three favorites. I couldn't get myself <laughs> down to one. Um, Steven, but, Steven, uh, yeah, they've got to get it down to one. And, and you can imagine, you know, I think two out of the, the last three finalists, if you will, were, of course, the favorites of two of the, the kids. And so, you know, there were some, you know, tear-jerking moments, uh, you know, along the way towards the end of the series, uh, trying to narrow it down. And, and I won't give it away, but there is such a touching moment, and it is such... 
I've never seen a, they're a great family. The kids are really wonderful. Mom and dad are really great, but they've raised kids that really love each other. And the things that these kids do, I would be selfish. If I was an eight-year-old kid and I wanted a dog, I would sabotage the vote to get my dog. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't but, care about um, my brother or sister. Forget <laughs> them, yeah. At that point, at that age, forget about it. But uh, these kids love each other so much that there's a really touching moment that uh, you'll be able to see when you guys tune in. Wow. Mm. Steven, it seems to me it's a more surviving show for the owner, for the family, <laughs> not for the dogs. <laughs> you better believe it. Uh, I mean, most of my clients, Steven, cannot even put up with one dog. They are driving them nuts. <laughs> you put seven dogs in one household. Boy, you, I can't even imagine. Eight, 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 eight doggies. Eight doggies in one household. But you know what? You get the worst out. When you have the eight, it only gets better because you don't have to deal with eight anymore. So you get the hard part first and when it's down to one it makes it easy to handle one after that oh it's nothing after that but it's really you're very right it's it's kind of a war of attrition you know it's you know the eight dogs eventually you get down to four or five and they've taken over already you know they oh just let them go yes of course they can eat off the fine china that's fine you know but uh the, the two questions i have obviously uh why HGTV? I'm, I'm sure that's a big question you hear all the time. Well, you know, there's um, some real good elements for folks. There's a lot of dog and pet owners out there, and there are specific moments during each episode where we'll talk about um, how to doggy-proof your house, sure. uh, for lack of a better term, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, the little tidbits that we have here and there about how to maintain a household when you've got an entire herd of dogs in there, I think can actually translate to, to folks inside their house how to, to better maintain. You know, um, it is a little bit different. It is a, it is a little bit of a, a stretch, if you will, for HGTV to have the show. But um, I think the family aspect really says something about home. And then, again, like I said, the doggy proofing is very, uh, you know, design slash home care related. Will there be episodes that we could uh, sign up to be in? <laughs> Has it been well, picked up? Well, believe me, if you've got a scooper with you, we'll bring you in in the early episodes. <laughs> no, no, no. What he meant, really, can we send the Vladi on one of the episodes? That's what the hell really meant. Well, I would love to have you out there. I think that that would be fantastic. Now, you know, obviously this one, we actually shot this one a little while ago, but if we come back, I would love to have you on. We had, you know... Um, uh, we needed some help. <laughs> Believe me, we needed some help. Um, I was looking, you know, for doggy Valium about two days into this whole extravaganza. <laughs> or human Valiums. Or human Valiums, yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, we we did have some quote, you know, experts. Not somebody with your knowledge, but we actually had a pet. Psychic for one episode <laughs> because you know the kids wanted to know which dogs were you know had affections to who and uh, so we brought uh, this woman on and uh, she really uh, opened some eyes. Well, it's very fun. Least. It's very fun. You'll have to check it out. It kicks off tomorrow night, April twenty sixth, eight p.m. on HGTV. That's Eastern Time, and I believe there's going a few reruns on that. We'll put all of that at Animal Radio. Dot com. You want to check that out? And we'll hook you up with Vladi, of course. Stephen Lee, the host, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Love your guys' show. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, it's Vinny Penn on Animal Radio, coming to you with the Party Animal segment. I'm, I'm, I know I'm way late in this one, but I still can't get over it. Uh, seeing in the news a ways back, I think it was at one point in March, 
a big story going on about people who were leaving everything to their pets. The new new movement in their wills, they were leaving everything to their pets. And is is that allowable? Should you be able to do it? Uh, or maybe it was a local story to my neck of the woods, Connecticut, but I don't think so. But if it is new to you, or if you do know it, what are your thoughts on this, leaving everything to your pet? I, on the one hand, the miserable, bitter 41-year-old me loves it because it's like you're sticking it to so You're sticking it to your brother. You're sticking it to your sister. You're sticking it to your spouse. Like, I hereby leave everything to Rover. So take that. My 22-year-old beagle gets everything. You get nothing. But then there's another part of me that's keenly aware of the fact that, a pe- that the people who are leaving everything to their pets are, like, in love with the dog and just want the world to know how much they love them. And can the dog comprehend the real estate market, how much he can get for the house, I mean, is the dog going to put the, the house for sale um, and stand out in front? And it, would he be able to throw an open house? I don't know. Where does it go from there? Then again, I mean, what, what other pets are you leaving everything to? Are you leaving it to the cat? I mean, cats are territorial as it is. I got a gut feeling cats, they're sharp creatures. They'll know, like, this is mine. So when that pissed-off sibling comes in and decides to ignore the wishes of the deceased, everybody's got a sibling who ignores the wishes of the deceased, especially when it's a parent. And they come in and say, screw that. You know, this was mommy's, and I'm taking it, even though she left it to you. That cat is going to drop on her back from the ceiling like a ninja. Never let her out of the house with grandma's necklace. Leaving everything to your pet? You left your brain, leave your brain to your pet. Donate your organs, major or, well, then again, anybody who's going to do that, what good is that brain? Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Making his second appearance in bankruptcy court, disgraced former NFL quarterback Michael Vick told that judge he had a job lined up for after his release from prison. Vick, who confessed to abusing and killing dogs in the dogfighting ring he admitted to bankrolling, is serving a 23-month jail sentence. Vick's sentence ends in July, but according to the Associated Press... He may be out of uh, the out of work football player may serve the last few months at home. That's due to prison overcrowding. Vic's longtime friend, Job Robert Lawson, will be his employer at Jordan Construction, which will be paying the ex-con ten dollars an hour to do construction work. Each year, family pets are accidentally poisoned and end up in the the vet emergency room for treatment. Veterinary Pet Insurance Company processed over 400 claims last year for toxic ingestion. Here's their top ten culprits. Coming in at number ten, the hydrangea plant. Number nine, the azalea. Number eight, macadamia nuts. Not good for pets. Mm. Number seven, the sago palm. Number six, onions. Number five, walnuts. Number four, the lily, as most cat owners know. Mm -hmm. Coming in number three, cannabis sativa, the devil's weed, ganja. Do not let your pet have your marijuana. It's not good for them. Coming in number two is mushrooms. And the top spot 
is grapes or raisin, even in small amounts. Grapes can cause acute renal failure in pets. The suspected ingredient may be a toxic component in the grape's skin. And a Palm Beach County courtroom had to make a special exception for a witness who was allowed into the building without going through the court's metal detector or x-ray machine. That witness was an African gray parrot named Tequila, who was the subject of the one of the strangest custody battles on record. Seems Tequila's original owner, Angela Kolacheski of Boca Raton, had lost her parrot three years ago. Fast forward to January of this year at a local donut shop where Kolacheski met Sarita Littell, who it turns out found Tequila, or Lucky, as she was now calling him. Kolacheski asked Littell to return her parrot. Littell re- refused, so Kolacheski sued her and won. Tequila has been reunited with his original owner, and Bert, our own owner, are said to be doing just fine. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Animal Radio, you lucky dog, 1-866-405-8405. It's toll free to check in with us. How's your pet this weekend? If you got a problem, we can help you out. Any one of the Dream Team here can help you. If they're doing good, we still want to hear from you, okay? Our little doggy, our studio doggy, is asleep right now. So it sounds like it's kind of quiet in the studio. Vladi's here. Say hi, Vladi. Hi, I'm here. We're just being quiet. Dr. Debbie's here. I know. I'm here. Present. (laughs) President accountant for... I believe we have... Is it uh, John on the phone? Hi, John. It is. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. To my right is Dr. Debbie, and I understand you need to talk to her. I do. I'll push him aside here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What can I do for you? Okay, I have a little Jack Russell dog named Gracie, and she uh, has a, I think I've been told it's a reverse sneeze, and, and it just happens sometimes when she's sleeping at night or, okay. or during the day. It's almost like she's hyperventilating, but someone told me that was a reverse sneeze, and I was okay. curious if that's true and what can be done about that, if anything. Okay. Is she in overall good health? Does she have any kind of current problems, any infections, respiratory problems? No, uh, she she does not that I'm aware of. We have, you know, take her to the vet for her annual, and, and any time we think we have a problem. And mm-hmm. 
And she did this year, the first time she had a reaction to her raping shot and oh, okay. uh, su- su- surprised us. So we took her to the vet and got home, and then her eye swelled almost shut, and then her lip turned inside out, and we had to get her in there to get a shot real quick to counteract that. That was a, kind of a shock to us, but overall, oh, no. she's like she went boxing. <laughs> she it sounds like a person almost with sinus issues with drainage. Sometimes yep. she yep. can detect a little wheeze. And I mm-hmm. didn't know if there's medication that could take care of that or anything to spray down the nose or anything. Um, good question. And reverse sneezing is very common, and it's, it is it is kind of a horrible sounding thing. It kind of looks like they're going through a asthmatic attack. The interesting thing is that sometimes there's not really an apparent cause for reverse sneezing. And in other cases, we can kind of link it to things like allergies, um, nasal infections. Sometimes if a pet has a bad tooth, it'll cause um, frequency of reverse sneezing. Uh, we can even see other things like mites in the nasal passage. So there's some really weird things. And in, in colder climates that maybe they're still having some cold weather, some dogs will have reverse sneezing when they're outside in the cold weather. So there's a lot of different triggers. And the important thing is I'd say that we want to make sure there's not anything apparent medically that can be causing that. If we've checked that out and we don't find any cause for reverse sneezing, I'm not a huge fan on medicating unless it's a real problem and it's something that's kind of affecting the quality of the pet's life. Now, granted, the midnight uh, reverse sneezing things could be kind of upsetting for both pet and uh, the person sleeping next to them. Um, or Wait, Vlad, I didn't hear that. I know your pet's <laughs> not sleeping next to you. <laughs> but um, other than being a bit disruptive and uh, it looks horrible, but it's not really a painful thing. So if we're only seeing reverse sneezing infrequently, I'm really not going to medicate. For those pets that maybe have it and we're suspicious of allergies or something else sinus related, I will try antihistamines. Um, There's oodles of antihistamines we use for dogs, anything from Benadryl to hydroxazine uh, to even some of the human ones that might be more of a prescription grade. Um, But you want to work with your veterinarian on that and see if that's something we really need to consider or not. Um, For those pets that it's just that once in the blue moon thing, I just kind of calmly talk to them, stroke their throat, and just kind of reassure them that everything's okay. Because I think if we act freaked out, it's going to freak them out all the more. Um, And just know that it's generally not anything too serious for you. Okay, well, that's what we we do is is, uh, stroke the the throat and do, like you say, talk to her, and she usually calms down. Uh, sometimes she's laying in your lap and she gets turned a little bit with her head pointed upward. It's like mm-hmm. she'll come out of there really quick, not the reverse sneezing, but sneezing. Actually, she can't stand to be much on her back very long, and, mm-hmm. and she'll start sneezing. So that's the reason I really think there's some sinus drainage there or some kind of sure. allergy drainage. Sure, yeah. And I would definitely see about getting her to your vet and, and whether we try a course of antibiotics. And a lot of cases I'll treat for these little nice little nasal mites, which sound horrible. Um, but I'll put a pet through a treatment for that just in the case that if it helps, it helps. If it doesn't, um, then we kind of rule that off of our list. So, yeah, I, I'd, get, I'd get little Gracie taken care of and, and see if we can try a couple remedies, if that will make it less frequent. If we can't then um, I'm going to feel pretty pretty comfortable that she's going to be okay. Just maybe a bit sniffly and sneezy like the rest of us around here. <laughs> this is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. Thank you for your call so much, John. And give Gracie a big kiss for us. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. The whole gang is here. 
1-866-405-8405. You have the lights dimmed over there, Bobby? What's going on? You have incense? It's mood burning? lighting. It's, <laughs> it's mood lighting. I'm going to have a lava lamp on in a minute. Next week, coming to you live from the 20th America's Family Pet Expo in Costa Mesa. Learn more at the website at animalradio.com. Right now, animal communicator Joy Turner is joining us, and we have, is it Glea is your name? It's Glee. Okay. Hi, Glee. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Where are you? I'm in West Virginia. West Virginia is on with animal communicator Joy Turner. I um, have a problem with uh, two cockatiels. They're Maxi and Ruby. I've had them since October. They're not quite a year old. And when I go to stick my hand in the cage to feed them or try to pick them up, they will hiss and they will actually bite me. Okay, and they tell me, yes, there's very good reason for that. They say you're intruding because they consider themselves basically a mated pair, and what they see as intervention is intruding, and they don't want to be taken away from each other. Right, and I don't plan to take them away. Okay, so I'm going to tell them that they're going to stay together with you for as long as they want to, and if they want to get any food, you're going to have to remind them about this. I would do it every time I'm going to feed them or any time I'm going to put my hand in there. Say, if you want to get any food or whatever it is you're going to do, I need to be able to put my hand in there, and I'm telling them that as I'm telling you. Okay. So you're going to need to remind them because they're not used to that. They have in their heads that when a human hand comes in there, it could be um, going to take them apart. I understand that. I'm, like I said, I'm telling them, and you need to tell them every time you stick your hand in there what you're doing and why you're doing it before you put your hand in. Now, how can I get them to let me pick them up? Neither one of them will even come near me. Yeah, they don't think they know you well enough for that. Oh, okay. So it may take them a while. Some birds that uh-huh. I've worked with, it's taken as much as a year right. or more. See, I've got other birds also in the same area with them, too. Um, if you could, I'm going to tell them to watch you with the other birds. Do the other birds walk up onto your hand? Uh, just one does. Okay, well, go to that one. I'm going to tell them to watch you and see how the other bird will actually walk up onto your hand. We appreciate your call today. If you want to learn more about Joy Turner or if you want to schedule an appointment with Joy Turner, head on over to joyturner.com or call us right now at one 405 8405 Listen closely. That's the sound of peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K90 Warmer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal people is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a non-profit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Every uh, Sunday I pop open the paper. I used to read the stocks first and then go to the cartoons, but really in the last few months I don't read the stocks at all. I mean, why? Because I don't own any. But I go right to the comics, uh-huh. and then, of course, uh, the first comic I look at is Rubes. <laughs> and that, of course, is Lee Rubin's masterpiece. And I saw that he was in the paper. So let's get him on, because he's kind of an animal guy. Is he, is he there? Yes, he is. You are one sick, twisted guy. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You use a lot of animals in your cartoons. Why? Well, you can get away with a lot more with animals in uh, daily newspapers than you can with people. Ah. Yeah, they'll hardly ever sue you. What animal would you say you use the most? Oh, well, it really varies. I've done lots and lots of cows. I'm on a little bit of a dog kick here lately for whatever reason, but it really goes through cycles. i got to be totally honest, the weirdest animal that I use are, are people. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. That makes sense. Do you have animals at home? Do you have dogs or cats? I have one. I actually share an office with my dog. He's an Akita mix named Willie. He's sleeping behind me because he's, you know, he's just riveted to every word I say here. Is he a muse for you? He is, and he's a, a great reason to exercise for me, too. You need an excuse to exercise being a, I mean, as a cartoonist, you probably wake up in the morning, you have coffee, you read the paper, and then you draw. Actually, I get up, get the coffee on for my wife, and then I take the dog for a walk before I do anything. So I, find, I hope I can get up early. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I can't because I stay up too late working on deadlines. Drawing, right? Yes. Okay, I just want to... Now, I see on the side of every cartoon that you have, there's actually your email address. Is that correct? That is true. And also, I have a, a brand new website. Finally, uh, welcome to the 20th century. I wanted to wait before we got a website here because I didn't think that internet thing was going to really take off. I got to say that uh, you make our day every day. You, got, you have the... Uh, the second best job, of course, ours being the first oh, best, yes, but the second best job, making people laugh every day, especially during this time where it's kind of tough to crack open the papers right now. How do you how do you deal with that? I, I avoid the financial section just like you do. <laughs> right to the right to the comics. Right to the comics. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I open the uh, list once a year, and if my name is not on the Fortune 500 list, I guess I have to work. So. <laughs> There you go. you got to either check the Fortune 500 or the obituaries. If you're on either one of those lists, you can cancel the work. Yeah, yeah. You probably cancel the subscription, too. Hey, I've always wondered, do guys who write the comics and cartoons, do you read other com- comics? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite cartoon? Besides your, your yeah. own. Yeah, but, well, besides my I I read a selection of them that are in the trib. I go through uh, Zitz. Pearls Before Swine. I love Zitz. Well, he's another <laughs> local guy, by the way. Lives in the Royal Grande. I think really? I said that. How many cartoons would you say you've drawn over the last year? This is my 25th anniversary of 
doing it. It is. I was shocked, Lee, to find out that Rubes has been around for 25 years. I now officially feel old. Yeah. Well, I started when I was five. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course you did. Hey, if I, I just want to let you know if anybody cares to know this. I'm going to have a, my own little booth at the L.A. Times Festival of Books the weekend after next. Oh, very cool. Okay. okay. I'm actually hoping a, my third grade teacher comes by. I reconnected with her <laughs> lately. Uh, she was a great inspiration to my art, well, a long time ago. Well, we're going to we're gonna link to that event there, so if anyone's interested. And, of course, Lee, thank you so much for joining us. Do you mind if I plug my website? So Please, tell us your website. Plug away. RubesCartoons.com. <laughs> RubesCartoons.com, of course, will link to everything you've heard on today show at Animal Radio. Lee Rubin joining us and more Animal Radio on the way. Thank you. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang, they're here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, he's in the break room putting his drink together. Bobby, this week, please do not drink any of that. Yeah, Yeah, learn from my mistakes. You know, that officer didn't believe anything I told him. I said it was just tea. Also, by the way, I want to remind you, if you head on over to the website and uh, sign up, you can actually be a reviewer now of different products that we get in. Of course, Ladybug, the studio stunt wonder dog uh, she's been reviewing a lot of products but she's she's working overtime doing this <laughs> frankly she's getting too many products and we need to uh, share the wealth and we want you to try out some things you'll report back to us head on over to animalradio.com to learn more oh times times are tough and i know that my animals my animals are actually getting the best the best of food and the best of everything while I suffer. We don't scrimp on them during the hard times. You know, because if you do, you will pay uh, down the road even more on the vet bills because that's what I prefer to do. Just give them a great dog food and supplements and I never see my vet. Do it now and you won't have to pay, pay the money to visit the vet. Even if it means putting it on a credit card, that's what I did. And I've racked up over $16,000 worth of credit card bills. Oops. And I, I decided to call these people last week. And I want you to actually, if you're in the same situation, you should give them a call too and ask them about their program, how they can help you, and at least get a little information. If you're upside down on your credit cards, if you have over $12,000 worth of credit card debt, you've probably heard the dozen or so commercials that run during this show that talk about debt settlement. Some of them are a little bit shady, but I know some of them. I have friends that are actually using these services, and that's why I recommend them to you. They also happen to be a sponsor of Animal Radio this hour. It's Debt Settlement USA. Write this number down. It's 1-888-551-7788. When you're ready to call it and say, hey, how can you help me with my credit card debt so that I can get out without bankruptcy, they'll be there for you. Write the number now down. Are you writing it yeah, down, Vladi? Yes, I did. And I just would like to add, it's very important because uh, nowadays, there's just few few companies probably left uh, who you can trust. And it's good to know. I hate to say this. When the tough economy hits, the scam artists come out and they take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. There was something on Dateline the other night about people taking advantage of the unemployed through email scams. So I'm just going to tell you about these guys. They are a sponsor of Animal Radio. We respect them. And I know people that are working with them. The number again, one 888 I believe we have Kat Cora 
Is she there? Hey, Kat. Hi. How are you? Good. Well, now, you're always in the news, besides being my favorite Iron Chef. And <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> i got to tell you, the hottest-looking Iron Chef. Oh, I really appreciate that. I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope so. He's such a big fan. Out of the boys. <laughs> I was surprised to, to find out uh, that you were coming on the show. I was like, what, does she, what, is, what is she doing that's animal-related? I mean, well, besides yeah. the name. Well, uh, yeah, the name. And then, you know, I, what I've done is I've uh, joined um, the Humane Society of the United States. Um, HSUS, and uh, for Project Seals campaign, which is about the Canadian seal hunt that's done uh, annually in Canada, and um, it's really about uh, you know the, the you know baby seals that are that are born every year, and you know really it was you know, how I got involved was um, you know it was brought to my attention uh, through some of my my friends and uh, some of the celebrity friends involved as well, and obviously through um, the Humane Society of the U.S. about, um, uh, you know, Canada's commercial seal hunt, you know, and it's really, uh, you know, I just knew that I couldn't sit back and really wanted to get involved, um, especially because it really affects, um, you know, some of what we buy and uh, from Canada, and I love Canada, and by the way, this is not about uh, Canada as a whole, but this is just about this this particular industry, um, you know, and, uh, and the seal hunt that goes on every year. I didn't think that this still went on. I thought this was kind of uh, archaic. That still beating seals over the head right. with a bat, and what babies, are they? Yeah. yeah, baby seals. What are they? Do? I mean, does that? Is that hard to believe that we still do that? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what are it they being hard. used for? Well, they're being used for obviously for their for their skins, for their you know the the fats, for the oils, for the meats, for you know various different things that they use um, use these baby seals for. And uh, you know, I mean, I think it's it, it really is um, unbelievable that in this day and age we still are you know, um, clubbing or shooting, you know, uh, seal pups um, off, you know, Canada's east coast. I mean, that's still going on. And, um, you know, it's just really, you know, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I'm I, as far as, uh, you know, we, we have to protect, uh, you know, um, those species that, that can't really protect themselves. What can we do to stop this hunt? You know, I mean, one of the things is, uh, you know, come on, uh, go on to the website. Uh, you know, you can go to www.com hsus.org slash protect seals and go on and again join the boycott and uh, that's what we're doing you know we're really um, there's a lot of uh, really great people that have stepped up um, lent their name to this a lot of restaurants across the country a lot of chefs um, so you know I'm just one of one of many many people that are really um, hoping to uh, you know make this extinct, this practice extinct. And so by, you know, your your listeners out there can just go to the website, you know, join the boycott, join the fight against it. And, um, you know, and it's getting closer. It's getting closer. Uh, a lot of progress has been made this year. We are with Kat Cora. She is, of course, Iron Chef and Executive Chef for Bon Appetit Magazine. Do you have any pets at home? I do. We uh, actually rescue. We're big believers of uh, rescuing pets, um, and we have a little Chihuahua that uh-huh. we rescued. And we also actually had a we had our, our, our large girl. Uh, you know that uh, she was 15 years old. Our large dog that we actually rescued many years ago, and um, and so we are real big believers in, in supporting the humane societies across America. And uh, and everybody adopt a pet. <laughs> That's, you know, there's a lot that need homes, and so we have a little Chihuahua named Harlow little lap dog uh she thinks she's a fierce uh guard dog uh which is good sometimes too <laughs> but uh yeah so we do i mean we really believe in uh supporting the humane societies cat we we know you're 
pressed for time here. We thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to link to the HSUS and to the petition that you talked about a little earlier, and hopefully we can put it into this. Great. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Hold on Really appreciate it. Can Keep you, watching. Okay, it's time for us to all go back to our regular jobs. Well, except for you, Doctor. You're, th- this is your regular job. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do all, all the time. There's no escaping. one 405 That number is open all week long, so you can get your questions answered and your answers questioned. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we do it here, okay? We, we double-check. and we, we have all kinds of lists and stuff. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.